it's Nick from uh, the After Dark series of podcasts. Thank you, dear listener, for downloading this episode of Diz After Dark. Um, due to the length of the episode that we recorded today, um, we're actually splitting it up into two parts. So you can listen to part one now. Part two will be available at the same time, but we've just split those up for you, so um, it's easier to digest. Now, also, I have to warn you that, uh, unusually for us, we haven't done this for a while, that um, there is quite a lot of strong language in these episodes. So if you are listening with children, it's probably best to turn off before we start talking, especially that potty mouth Craig. Um, Both parts one and two have some strong language, so um, listen to them at your discretion with that in mind. Uh, Thank you for your support, and on with the show. Hey, Diz After Dark listeners. I want to invite you all to join us over on ScareZone, Halloween Horror Nights podcast. ScareZone is a news, interview, history, and commentary podcast all about Universal's premier Halloween event. It's hosted by fans and experts like me, Logan Seculo, former WWE superstar Scotty Too Hottie, and Diz After Dark's own Chris Ripley. Subscribe however you get podcasts and head over to ScareZone.com for more information. We here at the show are proud supporters of Diz After Dark. And remember... Keep your eyes closed and your ears open on ScareZone. Warning, this show contains childish adult content and is intended for immature, mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views spoken are hours and hours alone, not those of any other bugger. If you're easily offended, we strongly suggest finding another podcast. Everybody neat and pretty, then on with the show. recording well hello chris it's me <laughs> how you doing i'm all right mate you've let me out of the cupboard in the mouse's head uh, i've been in there for um i can't think of months. for months yeah for not paying me a bar bill something like that <laughs> whatever the court can't prove fucking nothing <laughs> Um, have you been listening? I've just got to say dead quick. Uh, hello, everyone. Virtual wave. There you go. Waved at the rest of the team. Uh, have you been listening to Grin, Grim Grin and Hosts? I have, it's, yeah. It's taken the podcast world by storm. <laughs> Who, who'd have thought for I know. Inte- intellectually challenged people <laughs> could get together and produce something actually worse than Diz After Dark? <laughs> Who'd have thought? Hey, who'd, who'd have thought? thought? You know, if you throw enough shit at a wall, some of it's going to stick. So they say. So they say. But, you know, we're all, we love your Grim Grin and hosts. Although, I've started listening to Grim Grin and Gaze. They're a bit more <laughs> out there. A bit, you've got to put glitter around your bedroom when you're listening to me. I've got <laughs> glitter in all my orifices at the moment. But... Well, that's, that's before <laughs> you started listening to that show, I believe. Yeah, well, I've I've, cut, I've listened to ninety of their shows now. I've only listened to three of their Grim Grin and hosts. So there you go. Anyway, what I, what I, what you've asked me on for is I will be back soon, 
just dead hectic in work. I'm always on shifts, nights, and all that. So whatever it is, the new thing that all the kids are saying. Do you say this? Are you a kid? How old are you, Chris? Thirty-three. You're still sort of a kid, then, aren't you? You're in that. You've yeah. got like yeah. So do you say it is what it is? No. So you're too old. Yeah. So I don't everyone... say like every two seconds as well. Do you say boss? No, Amanda says that. Have you seen Amanda's latest video of Liverpool? No. What is this about time travelling in Liverpool? Oh, yeah. Um, they're called uh, time hops. And basically, there's certain shops on Bold Street in Liverpool where people have actually gone in. Uh, I think one of them used to be like, um, I think it's the Waterstones at the moment. And they go into the Waterstones to buy a book. And wait, 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 wait. If they go in, you can buy my book, all right? They can buy Covistapet Vipley's book <laughs> or book, depends on which way you say it. Exactly. And um, they're walking out, right, into Bold Street. And for some bizarre reason, they go back to, like, 1940 Liverpool or 1950s Liverpool. There's Lee Ballaby phoning me. The bald-headed, <laughs> blamange-faced monkey. <laughs> So this is um, so basically Goodnight Sweetheart is happening in Liverpool. Yeah, and there's another story on Lord Street um, about two years ago, three years ago. This young mother goes, oh my God, that's boss. They've opened the mother care back up. It's boss. So she goes in and tries to pay with a debit card. And the girl, this is the thing, they're interacting with these people. The girl is like... Um, sorry, love, we don't know what that is. We don't accept them in here. So everything was dead cheap, right? Dead cheap. Mm-hmm. But she didn't have any cash on it, so she had to put it all back. She goes home, she says to her ma, oh, my God, that's boss. They put mother care back in and Lord Street, blah, blah, blah. And her ma's like, no, they haven't. It's a HSBC bank. No, I'm telling you. So they go down the next day, and it's HSBC bank. Wow. Do you know what I mean? And they reckon the price of the stuff that she was picking up and she was able to quote, do you reckon it was some time in the 80s that she'd gone back to? <laughs> I mean, are they putting something in the water in Liverpool? Might be a bit of LSD, I don't know. But, <laughs> but if you go and search for The Unexplained with Howard Hughes podcast, um it is, I had it up yesterday, it's about two, it's sometime in August this year, Steve, somebody, and they talk about it in great depth. Let's have a look. Uh, two, six, this is Boss Podcasting This, really professional. Steve Parsons, 13th of August, episode 264. He's a Wales-based ghost investigator, but he talks about the time slips in Liverpool, goes wow. into it. Yeah, so go and, go and look at that. Anyway, Disneyland Paris. What's going on with that? Oh, mate, you've, they've just lost 800 million. <laughs> yeah, so, something like that, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Right, so they're hemorrhaging money at this point, right? Now, when you phone Disneyland Paris, you actually get a call centre in Walt Disney World, Orlando. Really? You speak to an American, yeah. Oh, they right. changed that then. Right, so... Um, we booked this holiday in February this year for February next year. Okay. And 
we knew we were going to be paying because I'd set up auto payment in December to take the remaining balance. Yeah. But worked a bit of overtime last month, right? I'll get it banged off now before Christmas, before that money disappears on other stuff. Yeah. So I spent one hour and 15 minutes on hold to Disneyland Paris. I literally thought the world had ended in Paris. (laughs) I'm like, is it a zombie apocalypse? Is ISIS doing kicking off again? What is going on? You know what that reminds me of? When they build Euro itchy and scratchy land. And yeah, it's, and it's empty, and the man's at the gate going, "Hello, my children need wine." <laughs> <laughs> my children need wine. So, an hour and fifteen minutes, and I'm expecting, "Hello, and welcome to Disneyland Paris." Hoi, hoi, ho. But now I got this really lovely lady, yeah, from America, in America, and I said, "Are you in America?" And she was like, "That, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> and um, I said, okay, what it is, I want to pay my balance off. So she gets up all my details. Yeah. She's 600 odd quid, whatever. It's irrelevant. It is what it is. It's what the kids say, right? It is what it is. <laughs> so I said, yeah, yeah. She said, oh, hold on. You've got auto pay set up for the 22nd of December. I shouldn't be putting that out there in case fraudsters are on it. <laughs> um, the beep of December, right? So, <laughs> so I said, yeah. Okay, she said, well, I can't take payment until we cancel that. So if you hold the line, I'll just cancel that. And I'm on hold again for like about eight eight to ten minutes again. And I'm like, what is going on here? And when she comes back on, she goes, I'm awful sorry. The department that cancels the auto payments, i.e. the auto payment department, as is having a meeting and I went what and she went they're, they're having a meeting I said do you mean you've gone out for their dinner <laughs> and she went um, no no I said you do know you're like 800 million in debt and you've lost all this money this year <laughs> and I'm trying to give you some money to save you and she went um, yeah I said, you're in Walt Disney World, aren't you? And she went, uh, yeah. I said, you know how to take money in Walt Disney World because you do it <laughs> so professionally. You don't even know you've just been fleeced. Yeah. And you can't take me money for Disneyland Paris. And she went, um, no. She went, no, but if you want to book a Walt Disney World holiday, I'll sort you out. <laughs> Honest to God. So, bearing in mind, you phone up this 5pm mini. You know, so that's a cash grab. You can phone Walt Disney World for free from the UK. Yeah. There is, you know, there is the premium number and all that. But if you know where to look, you can get the free phone numbers. No problem. Mm. Not a problem. They answer the phone within minutes. Do you know when, when remember Suzanne Boyle? Oh, blimey. Never forgot her. Right. So she's literally, she's I'm on the phone to Walt Disney World making some ADRs, paying in advance for, I think it was a dessert party or whatever. Yeah. So it is It is what it is. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so I'm talking to the girl, and I love talking to them. I'm oh, like, yeah. what's the weather like at the moment? What are you wearing? You know, all that type of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and I literally, 
I'm talking to her. I've done all the payment. The transaction's gone through. And we're just having a chat. And Suzanne Boyle is on me telly, singing her heart out on X Factor. <laughs> right. And you know, what the wo- you know what the woman said to me? No, go on. Is that Sue Bo? <laughs> And I was like, are you shitting me? No, I wasn't. I said, Subo. And she was like that. Yeah, Suzanne Boyle. We love her in America. We love her stateside. So, do you know what I mean? I love gabbing to them. Mm. But Disneyland Paris, pull your finger out of your arse. The Disney community is trying to give you money. And you are so fucking backwards over there i don't know whether it's the french and the unions or just the french at the back what are they doing they're just drinking wine and eating fucking baguettes they they should have built it in windsor oh god where legoland is yeah can you imagine i wouldn't even go to walt disney world at that point <laughs> I said, I said to my missus, right? If you if you can go to Disneyland Paris in February, take the February half term. It's unfortunate we've got kids; it's not a blessing, but you know what I mean. <laughs> so school holidays and all that, you're tied yeah. to it. So if you can get a week, we've got Monday to Friday in Disneyland Paris for less than seven hundred quid in the Hotel Cheyenne. Park tickets included. You know. Um, we're going on Eurostar. I get staff discounts on it. So I think I've paid £45 each, something like that, or oh, £50. Yeah. I think it's £50 each return. I can't remember what it is. Great. It is what it is. So <laughs> you can go quite cheap over there. Yeah. So I said to her, I said, we should make this an annual thing. And Walt Disney World, every two or three years. Mm. And... Uh, I'd rather save the money and just go to Walt Disney World. Exactly. I'm so I'm so embarrassed because when Could've... you when you get there, it's cheap. It's relatively cheap to get there because you can obviously drive as well and all the other stuff you can do. But once you're in there, it's expensive, isn't it? Oh, we. Were, I mean, I've I've sent emails out to all the UK-based podcasts asking where would you eat. Mm. Sent it to the Disney Dream Girls. These are all shout-outs, these. Dedicated to DLP, Disney Brit. I've even sent it to us. Wow. Um, I know. We've had an email from us. That's how sad we are. <laughs> right? And we still haven't answered the fucking question. So um, <laughs> I'd, I'm just interested to see where all, all the different podcasts say to eat. Um, theme, theme Park Trader. Do you listen to that podcast? No, I don't know. Cracking two uh, two little uh, English boys, Ooh. well men. No, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's not gr- Grimgin and gays. They're the nice lad. Um, no, not that gay people aren't nice. Oh my god, I'm digging myself in uh, here. Why do I feel doing a podcast with you is going to be like Russell Brand and Jonathan Ross when they left that voice message for Manuel? <laughs> we might get an email. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what was he saying? He was doing me in. <laughs> anyway. Um, Disneyland Paris, sort your head out because yeah, oh yeah, no, I've got sidetracked here. I'm going off on one because last time when we went, the food. Do you know you do all your planning for Walt Disney World? Yeah, hundred and eighty days out, you've got yeah. it regimented. Mm-hmm. Disneyland Paris, you just turn up, you don't do any planning, you don't book any reservations. So we were trying to eat last time with the park shut early because it's fre- February. Mm. So the restaurants, 
uh, we didn't even know to take bookings. We didn't even know where the restaurants were or what they were like or anything. Mm-hmm. Whereas you, at Walt Disney World, just studying the website, just studying the menus. So we ended up, I tried to eat in McDonald's one night. Mm-hmm. It was like The Walking Dead. <laughs> it was, it was, there was about a million people in a restaurant built for 400 people. Wow. It was horrific um we ate in the ale of sandwich one night mm-hmm. it is what it is it's the ale of sandwich it's the most mm-hmm. overrated fucking sandwich you'll ever eat in your life <laughs> and you need two of them just to touch the sides you're like, you're like oh thanks that was the best postage stamp size sandwich you've ever ate how much was it fucking hell oh yeah that's cheap that you've got a remortgage yeah can i can i just burp so i can taste it again so we literally ate out of the garage. We the Hotel Cheyenne. You go across the uh, the the river to the other one, the space one, the futuristic one, the alien sorcery one. Oh yeah, the Mexican one, whatever yeah. that's called. And you walk across that car park. Yeah, I felt I felt like it. Um, one of them ones that um, trying to get across into the UK. <sighs> At the, at the border town. That's what I was like, running <laughs> running the gauntlet across the car park to go into um, a, a petrol station just outside Disneyland Paris to get a baguette. Wow. That's what we did. So this time I want to try and do some planning because, I mean, we're taking, we're taking Tupperwares this time. Oh, my God. That's depressing. So that we can rob all the breakfast stuff and make ham and cheese sandwiches <laughs> to carry around with us around the park. Honest to God. Anyway, so I went to see Mona. Yep. Moana. Mm-hmm. With me girls. What do you reckon on it? Um, out of ten, it's mm-hmm. a solid eight. Wow. It's better than Frozen. Really? Yeah. Cool. It needs to be pushed out, rolled out into the parks in some, you know, more than the average meet and greet. They need to, um, I think they need, um, it, it's like Hawaiian based in it, around yeah. them islands and all that. We need something in uh, Epcot. Right, yeah. Just put a put a Hawaiian land in, then you can sell the timeshares for the Hawaiian holiday. Uh, of course, yeah. Put some sort of ride in. It was a brilliant film. Um the Rock. I'm not, I'm not going to go into it too much because I can't remember half of it. <laughs> uh, I'm 42 now, but all the main characters played their parts really well. The um, the snowman was played by a chicken, and the chicken did bring some comedy, light relief uh, to the movie. So we didn't have a, an annoying Olaf character just doing everyone's head in singing about summer. It was a chicken just. Peck and stuff and that, um, but no, I really enjoyed it. I, I don't, I don't want to go into it too much because people might not have. It's only been out a few days in the UK, but just take your kids. It's a cracking little Christmas film to go and watch with your family. Although it's got nothing to do with Christmas, uh, our Eve was sobbing at some point. She's twelve. Wow, uh, that's you know I. I'd been up from for work at like three o'clock in the morning, so I was really tired. I was getting a bit glassy-eyed at bits, you know, so it, it does pull on the heartstrings. It's well worth a watch. Um, and 
that's it's two cracking films I've seen. Have you seen uh, the Harry Potter film yet? That's not Harry Potter. I haven't. No, unfortunately, I'm about the Are only sure? person in the world that hasn't. Oh well. Well, I'm going to say it's an eight out of ten again, and I'm not going to get. I'm not going to ruin any part of that film for you. But you must go and see it. Um, what the beautiful thing of that film is? Every Harry Potter film you went to see, you knew what was going to happen. Ah, good thinking. Because you've read the books. Because you've read the books, obviously, yeah. Yeah, several times. And all you were doing in the picture house was critical, being critical, criticising the film, because that didn't happen in the books. What's Mm. happened to that bit of the storyline? And although the Harry Potter films are brilliant, seven and eight out of ten, solidly, Mm -hmm. for all of them, more or less, you did leave with a sense of disappointment for every film. Well, we, we should also just do a shout-out to our number one listener, which is J.K. Rowling. Oh, yeah. Because she does listen to the show. We know this now. Yeah. I literally lost my shit at that. Well, you know, what can you say? We are Europe's number one Disney-related podcast. Yeah. I come out the picture house and thanked her for a, such an astonishing movie. It's definitely an 8, potentially a 9 out of 10. That's how highly I rate the film. I come out and bought it on iTunes instantly. You can pre-order. All the big films that are out there now, you can go onto iTunes, 13 99 get them in HD. I don't mind doing that if it's a good film. Yeah. And then two or three months later, you get a little email saying your film's there now. Sometimes you get them a week before they come out. You get all the extras with them, all the blooper reels, all that cracking. So... I did that, and then I thought, I'll tweet JK. She won't mm. reply. She's JK. She's probably in her castle somewhere, <laughs> wrestling a dragon, brushing Hagrid's hair, you know. Yep. Wearing um, Voldemort's undies on her head. Yeah. But she wasn't. No. She was She was watching Strictly Come Dancing, and she uh, liked that tweet. Yeah. Or oh, did she retweet it? She liked it, didn't she? She liked it. Oh, imagine if she retweeted it. I tweeted... Um, Brian Q from the Impractical Jokers. Oh yeah. About three years ago now, when Kevin Smith had just brought the Tusk movie out. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> and he had just brought out the picture, the um, the movie poster mm-hmm. before the film come out, and it's quite an eerie looking. So I I listened to Tell Him Steve Dave and one of the ants. So go and listen to Tell Him Steve Dave, and uh, I tweeted him. What do you think of the movie poster? And he replied to me, I think it's actually quite beautiful, right? Mm-hmm. I still get retweets of that re- of that tweet now, wow. four years later. I got one the other day. Wow. I know. It's off its head, isn't it? That is so, amazing. Yeah. I love I love famous people when they tweet back. Well, that's it, you know. We um yeah, well, you should get some on the show. So famous people? Yeah. Um, well, your latest uh, podcast episode, uh, I'm halfway through it. I haven't got to the Grinch yet. Yeah, that is worth sticking around for. That was a very fun interview. That is off its head, isn't it? Yeah. What's that pod? What are, what are we talking about here, We're people? talking about ScareZone at ScareZone.com. Yeah. But we spoke to the actual Grinch. It's the actual actor that plays the Grinch for Universal Orlando. Um, 
and he sounded exactly like Jim Carrey. That is fantastic. So that's uh, I'm on nights this week, so mm. I'm going to listen to that tomorrow night or tonight even. Now, again, I mean, getting back to podcasts, we're going all over the place here because I've just got so much podcasting diarrhea to spew from my mouth <laughs> before I go back into my cupboard. But um, from our Diz After Dark podcast, of course, we've got a, a world-class published author. Mm. We've got a first-rate <laughs> vlogger. Yep. Um, and we've got Nick. <laughs> no, we've we've also got uh, P Dubs, Paul Washington. Now him and his beautiful wife mm. have just launched their podcast. So I've given it a listen, and he says more in the first two minutes of his podcast. Yeah, that he said in the whole of the last fifteen episodes of Diz After Dark. <laughs> Is that because we don't let him talk? I don't know. Yeah, that's because Nick doesn't let any of us talk. But <laughs> right, so go and have a search for Magical Kingdom of Walt. I suspect that it's going to be a monthly one, but they give some really good tips for holiday planning in the episode one for Disneyland Paris. Yeah, I'm going to check that out. So, yeah, um, Disneyland Paris, pull your finger out your ass, go and see Mona. Go and see uh, Fantastic Beasts, and I love you, Chris. Thanks for having me. That's all right. No worries at all. You're always welcome. I mean, it's your show, so I don't know why I'm saying you're always welcome. Yeah. I hope I'm always welcome. <laughs> well, you are. Do you know what? You know our policy on this after dark. There's no I in team. Yeah. Never just leave like, behind. Yeah. Just like there's no B&Q in Wigan. Wow. There's a fact for you. There's a home base, but no B&Q. So I've always wanted to say this. Can I just say this? Yeah, go on. So now over to Nick in the studio. Oh, seamless. Good evening and welcome to Disasters Art. Thank you, Craig, for that uh, that conversation there. I um, hope you all enjoyed that as much as, as we did here in the studio. Um, I am Nick. And tonight I am joined by, uh, well, you've already heard him, this, this show, uh, Mr. Chris Ripley. Yeah, I'm still here. I'm still and here. talented. Uh, Mr. Still Paul Washington. Good evening. And Mr. Paul Dolan. Hello. That's right. We have uh, not, uh, we're not here with our two female members. Well, obviously, you heard Craig for a bit, but uh, Boston couldn't make it tonight, so she will be back with us very soon. But it feels like we haven't been together for a while, guys. Uh, how's everyone doing? Doing all right. Yeah. yeah. Busy, yeah. busy. Yeah. Yeah. It's coming, up, it's coming up to that time, isn't it? It's Christmas now. Coming up to Christmas. Every day, my daughter says, can I open the presents? And I say, no, what day do you have to open the presents? Christmas Day. Okay, and what day is it today? Christmas Day. Right. <laughs> what number was it on the calendar today? Five. Right. <laughs> it's not Christmas Day, is it? No. Okay. Tomorrow? I, no. I get the same things going around the shops and all the Christmas decorations are out. And it's like, it's Christmas Day now, Daddy. <laughs> Where's the presents? <laughs> no. That's it. Not yet. Yeah. She also thinks that every, every present under the tree is for someone that's coming Christmas Day. So there's all random people coming Christmas Day, according to my daughter. 
with that, that sort of presence are. But, uh, uh, you know, hopefully she understands that uh, it won't be quite that busy. Um, but saying that, has everyone got their trees up? Are we all in the Christmas festive spirit? Nah, humbug. <laughs> well, I knew Scrooge would say something. Yeah. Scrooge McDolan. Mick Scrooge. Yeah. <laughs> Scrooge McDolan. Um, not yet. Not not had your red cups or anything like that? Okay, fair enough. Well, hopefully the show will start to get you in that Christmas spirit. Uh, and speaking of spirits, huh? what's everyone drinking? Oh, nice. <laughs> Tea. <laughs> tea with vodka? No. No. Okay. Just, just tea. Good old tea. Uh, P Dubs. School night, sadly. So uh, good old lemonade. I like that school night. As if that's ever stopped yeah. you before. <laughs> well. Wow. Ish. Ish. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Ripley. Well, if you've seen on my Facebook the weekend, I had a Trader Sam's night. I saw that cup. So, yeah. yeah, I'm still suffering, so I'm I'm on. Uh, I'm just having a cup of tea this evening. Very good. Uh, well, today I've I've gone for something soft, but not uh, not my usual choice. Um, I've got here a bottle. Hang on. Oh, there you go. A bottle of 7-Up Free. Yes, 7-Up Free. When KFC run out of Pepsi and Tango, 7-Up Free. That should be their advertising <laughs> slogan. Because I mean, who buys that? Only, only people that... We, we, got, we bought a bucket from KFC last night, and so we got a drink with, with the bucket of, of chicken. And uh, yeah, that's, that's what they had. So there you go. So if you've ever wondered... They do do more than two drinks. Um, <laughs> right, so there's been, we've been away for a couple of weeks, I think, now. And I, I know there's been a few bits of news that uh, have come about since then. So uh, does anybody in particular want to kick off? Well, there is one we should start with, given that we're recording on the 5th of December. Although it might not be that when you listen to this. No, it's oh. Walt's... Walt's birthday today. Happy birthday, uh, Walt. He's 115. Yes, still still icy. Yeah. <laughs> not, not defrosted yet. As far that as film's know. coming out soon, though. Uh, yeah, yeah, they had a preview. They, they had, did, a, they they had yeah. the first screening of Walt's Frozen Head, yeah. It was, uh, I think, was it a, um, a screening for the backers? It wasn't a public yes. screening, was it? No private screen i think if i remember rightly because there was an update recently i think it's scheduled for spring a spring release um yeah. to, to everyone else but yes there was there was a a private screening and um i saw some good feedback especially um regarding our you know friend of the show and, and former guest mr ron schneider as uh, as the frozen head of the title so uh so yeah can't cannot wait yeah, I look forward to it. Yeah. Couldn't come soon. a lot of fun. So, you would have been 115 today. And actually, that's I'm glad you, you brought it up, Paul, because in the UK, um, we're finally getting the Walt Disney documentary that aired on PBS in America this year. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, is that on the BBC this week? It's on BBC Two. Um, so, uh, hopefully, you, you're listening to this at a time you can catch it. Um, it's on Saturday night. I want to say... I can actually I can actually give you an official time because I'm sat in front of a TV guy. Um, I think it was about eight o'clock. Let me just double check. Uh, it at eight forty five, eight forty five, and it's in two parts. So um, 
Or oh, actually, no, sorry, it doesn't say it's in two parts. It says part one. That's a lie. Um, it's on for an hour. Um, and I can't remember if it was two hours or four hours, that documentary. So so we'll see. But yes, the first part airs on uh, the 10th of December on BBC Two at 8.45. Uh, it's BBC Two and BBC Two HD if you have a high-definition telly. Um, and also, for those that, that can't forget or listen to this later on, it will be on iPlayer as well. So you'll be able to play it on catch-up for about, normally about 30 days after it's been on it, isn't it? It's quite a long period of time to catch up with it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I, I didn't actually see it when it when it um, was shown in America earlier this year. I was too lazy to get an illegal stream to watch it. So um, I, I've set it up um, awaiting its arrival to, to watch because I heard some good things. Has anyone actually seen it yet or are we all in the same boat? Yeah, no. same boat. Hmm. I thought I thought P does might have been uh, one to have no. gone to the Bay of Pirates and, and tried to No, I haven't. Oh, no, yeah. I again I, I kind of missed out on it when it when it started. Mm. Missed the illegal download stream. <laughs> Pirates Bay streams all this talk about water. Yeah. Uh, and of course Walter himself, Walter Disney. God, just the segue just keep on coming. Um no, so that's yeah, it's nice that um it's nice to remember him at this time of year and all the joy that he's brought us and the thousands of podcasts that he's helped create as well. Mm. Well, we we worked out today on uh, Scarezone that Walt actually created Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah. Continue. Because if he didn't decide to do this harebrained stupid idea to build a theme park in the middle of a swamp, none of this would exist. That, that is very true. That is very true. I mean, Disneyland wasn't the first kind of... Well, I suppose it was the first theme park. There were, of course, places like this before Disneyland existed. But I don't think any of them were kind of themed in the way that, that Disneyland was. So, yeah, you're quite right. And to be honest, like if you if you think about companies and if you think about franchises... I can't think of another company, you know, j- j- just say Disney never never existed and, and Disneyland never got created and, you know, all these amazing films never happened. I can't think of another company that would have that kind of uh, back catalogue to have created something like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, there isn't one. Well, even Universal, you know, you know, and we've talked about Universal before on here, and of course on our sister podcast, Universal After Dark, um, about the fact that you know there's, there's a lot there that's not actually got anything to do with Universal. Mm. Harry Potter being a, a big one of those. So yeah. yeah, I just I just don't think we would ever not have a theme park in the way that we have theme parks now if it wasn't for him. So yeah, I can see uh, I can see why uh, you uh, you come to that conclusion. Mm. Good stuff. Right. Um, who wanted to go next? I'll go next. Uh, actually, following on from talking about Disneyland, uh, the Main Street Electrical Parade's returning next yes, month. Yes, yes. Twentieth of January. Yes, I, I saw this now. news. I saw this news. I, I'm take. I'm guessing it broke today. Yes. Because I saw the story a couple of hours ago. Uh, always excited. The Main Street Electrical Parade is is my favourite. You know, I'm sure things like Paint the Night are great, but there's just something so 
iconic about that Main Street Electrical Parade that just, for me, excels it above anything else. Mm. And there yeah, is probably a, a big, big dose of nostalgia with that, but um, that that's it. So, But I, I, I'm a bit confused. So it, it was at Walt Disney World, and it's gone to Disneyland. Is that what they're saying? It's gone yeah. back to Disneyland. Yeah, so, so Paint the Night's finished. Yeah. Well, kind of. So that's going to come to Disney World. Well, they haven't announced that, have they? I don't think so, anyway. No, and I don't think it is. Okay. Because the, float, the floats don't fit. The floats oh. are too oh. big. For Disney World. Really? Yeah, wow. apparently. It's Disneyland right. wider, then. It's wider yeah. streets, or... Yeah. My right. goodness, you think... Uh, you think, given that Disney World was built after, that... Um, They'd be at least the same size. Well, the Disneyland yeah. always feels so cramped. Yeah. 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 But that's the reason why Walt Disney World bought the, built the uh, the side streets that they don't use. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Because um, it wasn't as wide. Right. So they built overflows, but they don't use them. <sighs> it seems, I never, I never yeah. realised that. I, I just, I mean, having not been there, I suppose it's hard to. It's hard to know for sure, but you know, from seeing footage and stuff like that, I just assumed um, that it was, you know, it, that was a bigger area in, in Florida. Oh, it's, it's quite interesting. But uh, yeah, I mean, has, has anyone not seen the Main Street Electrical Parade? No, I think we've all seen that. Seen it? Yeah. Yep. Six. I know. I mean, I know it goes away. Every now and again, uh, or it will go. You know, it will stay at a park for a certain amount of time. But um, yeah, does anyone know actually? Because this is something I don't. Because I remember seeing it the first time I went to Disneyland Paris in in '92. What was it not? You know, is there only one Main Street Electrical Parade, or was that I believe a so. copy of? No, I believe it's the only one. Oh. Because what was the one? Uh, I suppose around that time was it Fantalusion? Like, yeah. In America. Mm. Mm. Okay. Yeah. No, very excited. Yeah. Very excited. I think I think there's a there's a pass holder preview on the nineteenth. There's there's a preview of it on the nineteenth of January, the day before it officially relaunches. In Disneyland. In Disneyland, yeah. But All I'm right. sure it said it was pass holders. Okay, that's weird, isn't it? Because I mean, yeah. Most people have probably also you know, already seen it, but mm. yeah. unless they're changing it. But, hey. Well, I mean, the picture I saw was of Elliot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's one of the most famous floats, so yeah, I can't imagine. I, I saw a picture of part of Elliot being unloaded. Oh, wow. Without his head. <laughs> <laughs> Just the body literally coming off the back of a truck. Hey, Benjamin, there's your, there's your title for your next film. The, the Fur Adventures of Elliot's Electrical Head. <laughs> All about the life and times of uh, Electrical Parade Head. Yeah, yeah that, 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 I'm sure that would have freaked some people out, actually. But uh, it's running until, is it mid-June? So I don't know, there was no announcement as to what's happening after that. I want to say it was like the 26th of June or something like that, I remember seeing um, I believe that will be the end of it. Yeah, but I mean, I wonder if what that, I could work out. I wonder if that's going to be extended or something. You know, like sometimes because it says limited time, but you know, Disney like to have limited time things and then extend yeah. them for longer periods. 
Um, but I did see in the press release as well that because is it the what, it's an anniversary, isn't it, this year the Electrical Light Parade? Yeah. I mean, it might, may not be a big one, but they did say that you know with the return of this, there was going to be some park merchandise and also some um, themed food and beverages. Mm. So, uh, yeah, if you if you've ever wanted like an electrified cola beverage that gives you a little shock every time you drink it, then uh, now could be the time. Didn't specify that was one of the options. I'm just trying to ad lib what what they might be. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but I mean, I love, you know, those little, I love those little light up ice cubes in the bottom. Probably yeah, everything's turned into a glow teeny. <laughs> yeah, it's it's forty five years. Forty five, forty five. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. In June. Yeah. Oh, good, good age. So, um, yeah, so it'd be interesting. I mean, I know I've seen you know some of the merchandise I've seen before. They had some of the um, is it uh, oh, what's his name? Olazansky. I never know how to pronounce it. But the the, the guy that does like the miniatures. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I've got some of these bits as well, but um, yeah, I can never know how to pronounce it. Um, but I, I know they did a set of of uh, parade floats before that were really nice. So I wanted to do something like that. I mean, they were quite expensive. Some, you know, I wanted to do something a bit more mass market for that. And um, I mean, I, I don't expect we'll see any more. But I mean, I've got a couple of big vinylations they did of the electrical parade as well. I've got a big dragon and um, the train as well. Yeah, right. They're the bits that I got. I don't, yeah. They're two of the ones that I probably wouldn't get rid of as well because uh, the nostalgia value. But uh, yeah, so it'll be interesting. I'll, I'll look forward to the merchandise. I suppose that will probably launch around the time of that. So we'll probably get more information about that um, around the 20th of June. So uh, we'll keep you posted, mm-hmm. as, as they say. Cool. Did anyone else, anyone else want to add anything to that, or we're good to go? No, just nice, to, nice to see it back where it belongs. Well, uh, come on. If you mean Disney Park, that's fine. But you know, I think it should be shared. I think it should be shared. <laughs> um, Mr. Well, so long as they, so long as they bring <laughs> one to uh, Disney World, I don't care. But they should bring one to Disney World. I'd be, they? I'd be surprised if they don't. I mean, I know they yeah. can't bring back Fans Illusion because that was ruined in Paris, wasn't it? Yeah. Al- allegedly. Allegedly. Um, it's still there, isn't it? Yeah, rotting and right away again, allegedly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think that's confirmed. Um, yeah, so I don't know, maybe, maybe a new parade. They definitely, I, I think they do need a nighttime parade, though. Yeah. Does that mean, do they still do the, um, the night, the um, water pageant parade? That's still there. So even though they don't have the electrical probe, they still have that. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That's one of those things. I mean, I, I I don't know how well I think we talked about it on here before, but um, that's one of those things that I think it, if you don't know about it, it's quite easy to not know about it because it's only visible from a few places. But that goes around the uh, the lagoon where um, you know the Polynesian and the Grand Floridian are, so you can actually see it from from the uh, from the hotels there. But you can't see it really from the park. Yeah, nine o'clock, I think, is it? It's around nine o'clock, isn't it? I think it depends think. on. Well, 
when I saw it, it was we was at California Grill, and we only saw it because we was in um, a, a room that gave us that view. We was in the the the, um, the wine cellar, and um, I think that night Wishes was about nine or half nine. It was after that right. it started. So I don't know. You know, it may it may be dependent on the time of year. I'm not I'm not sure. Speaking of like nighttime shows, actually, before we go to Chris, has anyone seen the video of the uh, the drone show? No, I haven't seen the video yet. Not yet. I saw that. Saw that they trialed it. Yeah. No, it launched. It launched just after our last episode went out, and yeah, um, yeah pretty impressive actually. I think. I think it was quite impressive, but um, I think I think the technology is very clever. It'll be interesting to see what, they, what else they try and do with it. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's quite interesting. Um, Mr. Ripley. Yes, I have three things. What? What? I have a bad thing, a good thing, and a question. I like it. Let's do it in that order. The good thing, this is the short thing, and this is more for, for, for you, Paul, is the, uh, Disney, Run Disney have, uh, have released images of their princess medals, which... Hold back, hold back. Princess, you think, oh, God, you know, all pixies and everything. But they're themed to the new Beauty and the Beast film. Ooh. And they are stunning. I can hear him Googling it now. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, I was just away from the, from the mic for a minute. Yeah, I've already already seen them. I'd already uh, watched them. I know you would. So, so, yeah. where, so where's this one, then? What park? Uh, Disney uh, World. Disney World, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's the good thing. Um, bad thing, um, cabanas. Jesus, yeah. There's been a lot. There's been quite a bit since we've been away in there. Yeah, oh. cabanas. What's going on? Wow, yeah. That that is that is something. I was so. Uh, so what's the background to this then? Just in case there's somebody out there who who yeah. doesn't know. <laughs> well, I don't imagine. I don't well, imagine. Well, background. They just turn up, didn't they? Well, Shanghai, yeah. who's just opened, needs another land. So we're paying off the debts to build Shanghai. Now we need more money to build another land for Shanghai so <laughs> nobody can see it. Disneyland Paris is on is, is completely bankrupt, so that needs more money. So what do we do? We have to nickel and dime the Orlando people. And that will probably work as well. Probably. So, I bet you they've got a bloody waiting list for them things now. So... Am I? I'm not, I'm not looking at this as we we speak, but I obviously looked at it when it appeared a couple of weeks ago. So is it is it about six hundred dollars a day or something? Eight hundred dollars a day? Around that around that figure, yeah. And I think yeah. it's limited to eight people, something like that. I mean, they are ridiculously nice cabanas. I mean, don't get me wrong. Cabanas are generally. Yeah, um, I mean these are luxury, but hmm. it's what? Why the hell would you want to be? sunbathing and resting and eating you know ten dollar bags of chips um or crisps for our english listeners um in the middle of uh tomorrowland and what's 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 what is it i mean a cabana what, what's futuristic what, about what, that it's a tent <laughs> look how angry he's getting mate mad but the thing is i've only um i've only stayed in the cabana not staying in the cabana. I've only been in a cabana um, when I was in Vegas, and my cousin. There was quite a big party of us, 
and um, my cousin doesn't sunbathe, but he likes to hang around the pool. So we got a cabana for most days that we were there. And, you know, very nice they are. And, you know, especially in Vegas where you've got that heat on you all day long. Um, and also the hotel we were staying at, the one next to us, their sister one, um, was known as a death ray hotel because of the reflective uh, mirrors they used on the hotel, it literally produced a ray of heat that could melt things. Or, or, wow. or, or almost melt things. So, um, yeah, you wanted to stay away from that. So, um, you know, I found, you know, having a commander a great convenience, but I wasn't in a theme park. I was mm. in a hotel. So it's a, it's a completely different setup is a completely different scenario i i don't really get it i we i was speaking to uh, my wife um about it and trying to explain this to her uh when i was when i saw the story and you know that was her attitude why would you want to do that why would anyone pay that much extra to stay in a cabana especially if they're staying on the resort but i suppose it's the convenience of being that local i mean how many people um, you know, we, we would normally go out to Florida for two weeks to three weeks, wouldn't we, in the UK? Yeah. yeah. Um, in America, you're, you're there for less time. Now, when you go out there for two or three weeks, most people, especially if they're staying you know, on a resort uh, hotel, will go, right, we'll spend Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we'll do Magic Kingdom, we'll do Epcot, we'll do Animal Kingdom. Thursday, we'll have a rest day, we'll just hang around the pool. We'll just have like a lazy day. Now, if you're if you want to go back for the hotel for a nap, or you've got young kids, you want to go back to the hotel for a nap, you've got to get on a bus, you've got to go to a hotel, you've got to go and have a nap, then you've got to go back into the park, and it all takes a lot of time, doesn't it? Mm. Whilst you could just go back to a cabana in Tomorrowland, you wouldn't have to worry about getting on a bus. You're there, and you yeah, chill out. I've got two words for you. While you're trying to rest in your tent, Tomorrowland Speedway—they <laughs> mm. are the noisiest damn things in the world. <laughs> Maybe it's soundproof. Carbon monoxide. <laughs> yeah, Maybe and that soundproof, well. but are they gasproof? <laughs> <laughs> but we know they can, have, they can have massive fans around it. You know, pushing the sound back. Who knows? Either way, does anyone here think it's a good idea? So where are they? Are they only which parks are they in? Just so, Tomorrowland at the moment. Just just Tomorrowland. In Magic Kingdom, yeah. That's a crap idea. <laughs> I mean, I'm not I can, really. I that considered angry. that opinion long and hard before I before I so <laughs> yeah, eloquently it, it, delivered it. It did sound like he was giving it a lot of thought. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not that angry. I just think it's an incredibly stupid idea. But. They just seem to be wanting to try so many different things now. They're just mm. throwing everything until something sticks that they can get a new revenue stream from. Mm, you yeah. know, and I, I don't know, I'm okay with that. I mean, there's even talks now that there's a, a Club 33s possibly be going into the Magic Kingdom. You know, again, you know, I don't really care, but it just seems as though they're just like scrambling for any theory or idea of possibly, you know, any way they can think of to make money. And it just seems so kind of desperate in a way. Yeah. Is that for a slightly older age group than Club 18 to 30? Club 33? Uh, yes, it is. Just for people that are slightly older than that. Yeah, and you, <laughs> if you're older than 34, you're, you're just chucked out. 
very very exclusive club. Very exclusive club. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. I suppose the thing is the the people that Cabana's around that have the money to not normally worry about that kind of thing. Hang on a minute, Club Thirty Three. You and I would get into it, Nick, wouldn't we? Uh, yes, we would. Not there we ne- go. Who, not, who cares? Not, not next year, though. <laughs> Only to next summer, and then we're both screwed. It's got to be 18 to 30. Well, I think we're all stuffed, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 from now that's long gone. All right, well, Amanda. Amanda's cool for that. Amanda, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Is yeah. she old enough to get in the bottom end? <laughs> yes. Oh, hang on. What, hang on, we're talking 1830 or 33? Yeah. No, well, she's, she's time yeah. slipped to the 1940s because she lives in Liverpool, so. That's true, yeah. <laughs> I did, I did hear something about that, yeah. Nobody will get that one. I wonder if you'll uh, bump into Nicholas Lindhurst. I said, I'm dying to hear your question. Yes. Oh, well, the question comes from a listener called a Mr. Craig Lucas. Nobody oh, we... Craig, Craig, Craig writes in. He says, dear lads. No, I won't do the voice. Dear uh, Jim. <laughs> yeah, dear Jim. Uh, he's going to Disneyland Paris soon, as we know, and he's ranted about it on the, the bit before. Um, he's asked the question, what do what do us guys think is the best restaurant to go to in Disneyland Paris? I do like their McDonald's. Serves beer. Wow. Yeah. So Can you get a Happy Meal with a beer? I haven't tried. I haven't tried. It's called, it's called a really Happy Meal. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's with a shot of absinthe as well. Yeah. yeah. Um... Yeah, that's that's a good question. Thank you, Craig. Um, hmm. It's tough, isn't it? Because I think it depends on what you want. You know, if you wanted to go for uh, a character experience, then then really you'd be looking at innovations, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. But if you're talking about quality, quality of the of the actual food, then you could also throw in uh, Waltz, obviously, or uh, Chez Remy, mm-hmm. or, or California Grill. So it kind of depends on, on on what you what you're going for. Um, do, do, I think. What about if we go? If we we kind of cover that from all angles. So what about if we talk about uh, character dining? Um, you know, decent grub. And something a little bit on the on the cheaper side. Mm-hmm. That might be a way of attacking it. Um, Mr. Day, what do you think? Uh, well, my I guess my experience is a bit more limited on these on Disneyland Paris, but Waltz I thought was pretty good. We ate in a couple of buffet type places. We ate in was it the Agrabah? It was okay. Yep. yep. Then we ate in one in the village, which was the the western one. I don't remember what it's called. Was it Wild oh, Bells? Or? Uh, oh, God. What is it called? Yeah, it's uh, it's like a Tex-Mex. Yeah, isn't it? it was yeah, okay. Yeah. Billy Bob's? Uh, I think it's Billy Bob's. Bob's. That's it. Yeah. Um, Annette's, again, was okay. I think Walt's probably, if, 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 to answer Craig's question, probably be the safest bet if you want. Good meal. It's not cheap though, is it? But then none of them are that cheap. None of the none of the like more more decent food ones are. No, no. Yeah. What about yourself? Oh, because the other. Oh, sorry, Paul. Sorry, sorry. No, come. 
I was just going to say the other option is not, not so much a Disney restaurant, but at the um, what's the shopping centre called? Um, oh, um, the Diageo Apartments. There's a couple yeah, of good the, restaurants in there. Yeah, well, uh, it's Valde Europe, but I'm not sure. What the yeah, Valde Europe, and it's not yeah. that far away. Yeah, yeah, no, you're Get right. A shuttle it's bus there. Lots of decent restaurants around there, actually. Yeah. Um, Mr. Ripley, I know you're you're not too experienced in Disneyland Paris, so we'll go to you next. Well, there's there's only two that I really like. One is um, I always get the name muddled up. It's Blue Lagoon in Paris, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I always say Blue Bayou in my head, but that's the one. <laughs> in the other Disneyland. Yeah. Uh, so there, I love that with you know because it's built inside Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, but I think the better restaurant, and you said it already, is Waltz. I mean, you can't beat the location. The food is always good. I mean, it's a bit pricey, but then everything is in Disneyland Paris. So I think if you're going to spend, go to Waltz. Yeah. Yeah. I think as well, if you could, like, top tip for anyone, uh, and obviously Craig can use this as well, is if you can try and get a table booked for parade time and try mm. and get that window seat, because if so, you get a great view of the... Uh, the parades that goes past and you have your food. Yeah. So not not easy, but uh, time of year you're going, every possibility that uh, that you might luck out. Uh, Mr. Washington. Right. Cheap. Uh, <laughs> I would actually go to the studios and go to the Blockbuster Cafe. Okay. Um, I like it in there. Uh, good selection of different stuff if you want something cheap and quick. Um, if you're going character dining... Plaza Gardens is now becoming the breakfast area rather than Chef Mickey's or Cafe mm. Mickey's, whichever it is. Um, so that's beginning from next year. Um, if you want a character breakfast, you go to, to Plaza Gardens inside the Disneyland Park now. Um, obviously, as we mentioned, Inventions, if you want a bit more of a posher buffet with characters, obviously definitely go there. Uh, and obviously the the ones that you've already mentioned, if you want a, a good slap up meal, uh, Waltz, California Grill, which I believe is going down for refurb next year at some point. Oh, um, I'm not sure when, um, but I believe it is at some point. Um, and Che Remy, you can't go wrong with with a Ratatouille themed restaurant. No, no, the, the reviews always always come off good there i've not eaten there yet because of the kids but um i haven't either but a load of friends went during the the half marathon weekend and really enjoyed it so i've only i've only heard good feedback on it uh and i mean you know looking into it the theming is uh is really decent so um i i mean yeah i think um and i think plaza gardens is going to be taken over from cafe mickey for for evenings as well I don't think it's been confirmed yet but I don't know where else to have the character dining I like the cowboy cookout as well but that's not always character dining so um, yeah I think you're best of looking at the, uh, the Disneyland Hotel ones for that or I think when you go Cafe Mickey's still open I, I like Cafe Mickey I mean the food is is fine it's not spectacular Um but it's it's not overly expensive for what it is, and I've always been able to get decent um, interactions in there. So I think it goes down in March. Yeah. Mid March. So um, yeah. So I, th- I think you're going out before that. So so there. Uh, Waltz. 
I I'd, I'd probably go to as a as a top notch restaurant or Chez Remy, one of the two. Um, and my cheapy is my favourite for that kind of thing. Um, all Chalet de la Marinette, which is the, good uh, the Pinocchio themed place. Because I've always loved Casey's, but their hot dogs are cack compared to the ones you get in there. Good value, good portion sizes, uh, busy but never ridiculously busy. Um, just a bit of a hidden gem. And uh, luckily, none of us recommended uh, Pizza Planet because it's gone. Never opening again, I think, is what they said the other week. So that's... Uh, Until Toy Story 4. <laughs> nah, I think, they did one, I think the, the, new, uh, the new people in charge, one look at that place and were like, that ain't fit for purpose. <laughs> it, it, they should never take away that burger, see? They're yeah, pizza down, burger. Oh, man, that was a good burger. I like the sound of that. Oh, it, was, it was amazing. Absolutely amazing. Well, I think that's quite enough for um, this half of the episode. So thank you very much. Um, I, I'd also just like to state, because uh, I didn't correct it earlier, that obviously it's Moana uh, and not Mona, as Craig keeps saying. So uh, apologies, but he's a scouser. What does he know? Um, thank you very much for listening to this half of the episode. Uh, part two is following this one now. So uh, jump over there and we'll continue the conversation. Uh, thank you very much. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast.